whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Hi, how are you? Just dandy. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to the Rants and Rates podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here, we to, are here rant to rant and rave. And rave. Ooh, Jessica. Dana always says I'm well. She said she's great. Do tell. No, there was nothing behind <laughs> it. It's just fake. It I just you ripped my earphone out. I, I recognized that I said something different when I said it, but it's because there was a plane flying by and I got a text at the same time. So my brain couldn't handle four things at once. Great. <laughs> and it just said, oh, great. I love it. <laughs> I mean, nothing's oh bad. God. Nothing's bad, but I don't Good. have anything exciting going on either. How was your week? Oh, just great. Hey, I do have something exciting. You guys, we've talked what? about it a hundred thousand times, but you guys know that I've been uh, sporting a seven-year-old phone that uh, is broken uh. in all four corners. And uh, for years, I couldn't even do certain things. I'd have to send it to Dana with a bunch of notes and say, can you put this in this app and send it back to me? And then I'll post it and bloody be. You guys, I got an iPhone. Grandma, Grandma Jessica moved into the... 21st century. I, I got three cameras, yo. I've never been so excited for someone <laughs> other than myself to get a phone. I sent Dana a picture. She's the only person I didn't send because everyone in my life is like, can't stop rolling their eyes and get so angry. They're like, why haven't you gotten a new phone? Like on a regular no, I basis. Feel like, I feel like I had at least two come to Jesus talks with you about like, this is hard. <laughs> I am dying. I seriously, Dana's the only person. Alan's like, what are you doing? We were in the store and I was like, and I made this weird <laughs> face and I said, guess where I am right now. So. Oh my God. My favorite part of last night is when I started sending you like slam screen or invisible ink texts and you were like, blood. what is happening? <laughs> and I just said, welcome to the world of iPhone, Jessica. <laughs> I really did not know what was happening. I thought it was hallucinating. I'm like, what in the fresh hell is this? <laughs> That's what you texted exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very exciting in our world. Hey, while yes. we're speaking about, because you needed a new phone for multiple reasons, yes, but also because yes, it'll yes. make our job doing this easier. And I yes. just want to take a second, and I cleared with this with Jessica, so don't think I'm, like, taking over the reins and speaking out of turn. Um, no. Uh, you know, we have talked to you guys. There are some of you who, who only listen. Some of you are starting to watch now, which thank you, because I put a lot of – Jessica and I both put a lot of time and effort. Yes. A lot of time and effort into bringing you video, into bringing you short reels that are just little snippets of silliness. Yes, we put a lot of time and effort into that, and people are starting to find us. However, uh, we, Jessica and I have studied how to do SEOs, keyword searches, blah, 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 trying to grow, and it has been work, okay? Mm -hmm. And I told Jessica we recently have had an experience where our YouTube social, like our, our YouTube videos, especially yes. shorts, um, we were starting to grow exponentially mm -hmm. uh, for us, for us, like a 5,000% exactly. uptick. We were getting 2.7 thousand views on things, generally speaking, anywhere from 800 to 1.4 on every single post yes. that has come to a dead stop guys. And I know that sounds conspiratorial, <laughs> but on Saturday I posted, there were only three views and I told Jessica, uh, Two of those are me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, today we have posted uh, and we have two views. That's like me and Jessica. And mm -hmm. to go from these huge numbers to dead stop nothing tells me that there's something going on where uh, 
um, I have paid promotion for another project I work on mm-hmm. on one video one time. And it only got to a certain number and dead stopped, didn't grow anymore, which means it's not being yep. pushed out. Uh, and <laughs> they want you to pay again to promote it. Whereas the mm-hmm. other videos, um, they I didn't promote them and they are organically growing by the hour. Right. They haven't stopped. So something is happening. I don't know if we caught the algorithm's attention and they were like, you're growing too fast. Which that's thanks to thanks to you guys. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I would ask. I'm I'm asking you. We don't have a lot of asks from you. You know, um, things are getting a little more expensive production wise for us. So we're going to have to make mm-hmm. some changes. But but legitimately, right now, for us not to come to you and say, hey, to be able to continue this, we're going to need some help. Things like advertising yes. would be very helpful for us, and we cannot reach those numbers without you. I cannot put advertising on our online content until we have a thousand subscribers and an insane amount of watch hours. Now I'm not expecting that at the moment, but the fact that we have come to a dead halt, my ask to you listeners, you guys are so supportive. You guys, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you guys. We continue to do it because you are our friends and we like hanging out with you every week. Um, So please, please find us on Facebook, YouTube, whatever you look at. Look at us on Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. We are not being pushed out. Jessica gave me a statistic. We're trying to go through our analytics. And I know this is boring, guys, but we just really, really need you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not reaching a third of those of, of you who followers. follow us. Mm-hmm. Those of you who already follow us, our content is not reaching your feed. And unless you look for us, that's yes. it's, we're not going to pop up. But if you look for us once and you like one video, we'll pop up for you. And that will exactly. also help push us out to other people who don't know us. So that's mm-hmm. my ask this week, guys. I love you guys so much. And you always are so helpful to us. If you can, send one of our videos that makes you giggle to a friend. Just mm-hmm. heart it. Just look at it so that we can beat these <laughs> overlords <laughs> who are well, trying. Well, it's also with- millions, if not billions of people around the world trying to beat these bloody algorithms they're trying to put jessica and i in a position where we would have to pay to promote and jessica and i are not in a position to be able to do that there's a strike happening in los angeles that's probably going to shut our town down maybe Mm -hmm. till the fall there's Mm -hmm. uh netflix has walked away from the tables they're not even trying so we are as creatives going through something very devastating right now and these social media platforms are also trying to tamp us down and oppress us to the point that we have to pay them to be seen. You guys know who we are. You guys know how to find us. We tell you every single episode twice how to find us. I'm begging you guys. We don't ask for much. Please go find us so that we can organically get our show out yes. there. And uh, Dana and I also, I'm sorry, I don't mean to repeat, but we were discussing this very thing that Sometimes friends go, oh, are you guys still doing the podcast? I'm like, uh, yeah, we've been doing it for four years. We post, and they're like, you what? guys should know. You guys should know that we post content on all platforms every almost day, every single day. Yes. yes. And if we're not, if you're not seeing that and you're like, really, please go look for us. Cause it's a lot of work for no one to see it. And yes. like, I don't know how long we can sustain that. Um, not to be dark, but like. I'm trying to improve my family's life through a strike. I'm trying to keep my career going. Jessica has 17 mm-hmm. jobs. Like <laughs> it's not sustainable for us if we don't get some help. Totally. Not not with the not with the way the industry's going where people need rapid release. They need lots of content. We have to get pushed yes. out in front of people we know and don't know. It's not feasible for Jessica and I to sustain a love project and continue putting more money than we already do like we don't talk about this a lot but jessica and i both have specific it costs us money every month to make this show and we don't ask for a penny back and so advertising things like that natural growth is the only way we're going to be able to sustain this Mm -hmm. and i hope that doesn't sound darker or like i'm saying you guys help us i don't know i'm just trying to i'm just trying to say the reality at the very least could you please Please look us up on social media so that we can get around whatever is keeping us down. 
because to go from 2.7 thousand views to three views is ridiculous. That's not <laughs> and very possible. disheartening and frustrating. It's not even it's not even logical. Like there is something no. happening where we're being pushed into a corner to have to try and give money to grow, mm-hmm. and that's just not a position that Jessica or my family no. are in at the moment. So just a warning there. Uh, probably going to be starting some new things. Please. If you can subscribe to us on YouTube, I don't care if you never watch another video again. <laughs> I need a certain <laughs> amount of subscribers to be able to advertise. Yes. Okay. Yes. So anyway, we'll leave that at that. It's not fun. It's boring to talk about. Please find us. And again, even if you are already following us, please go to the page and look at the most recent post or see a picture that might spark your interest and touch that and maybe give us a like, a comment, anything. It'll so pop up in your feed. Appearing in your feed. <laughs> we'll pop up in your feed, but also we'll start popping up in other people's feeds. You, yes. I don't know if everybody knows that, but once you get some activity, that's why Jessica and I comment and you're probably like, why are you commenting on your own stuff? You guys literally sat together and recorded this. Well, because <laughs> we're trying to get it out to people who don't to. know us yet. Yeah. Yes. It's just the way all that craziness works. So anyway, tell them, tell them. Please find us, like us, engage with us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves podcast or our handle is at the Rants and Raves P. You can find us on YouTube. Please, as Dana said, subscribe to our channel. You can uh, watch full videos. There are two files that are always put up. One is audio. One is the full video recording of each thing. Edited, of course. But you get to see the nitty gritty and pretty and dirty. Okay? I don't know what else (laughs) to say about it. We also have our shorts up on YouTube. You can always send us an email at the rants and rave. Excuse me. The rants and raves podcast at gmail.com. We also had a listener who just sent in a huge bunch of stuff. Sarah, not our friend Sarah, that we talk about a lot. A different Sarah who just sent us loads of content. So we thank you for that. Thank you. And you can go to our website and hit the contact button, www.therancerapespodcast.com. Yay! That's it. That's it. We love doing this, you guys, and we want to be able to keep doing it as a passion project. Because that's all it can kind of be in our lives at the moment. We don't have a studio behind us. We don't have anybody promoting us. We don't have a PR team. Everything that you consume from me and Jessica is on our own time and our own dime. So I want to be able to continue to do that. Indeed. Um, Jessica, should we go ahead and get into our rants? Let's do it. I can't remember if you're up this week first or me. I think uh, I we have you at first. Okay, great. This was from a listener. Uh, and I'm just going to read it. And I have things to say. And I'm sure that Jessica will too. Hi, ladies. I have a rant. And it is about praise versus pointing out the negative in the workplace. I work in sales in an industry that was greatly affected by the pandemic. Some days, even one sale feels like a huge win as it is getting harder and harder to retain customers as well as bring in new ones. A month ago, I was, a, I was the top seller for not just my division, but my entire company. I heard from all the higher-ups except for the owner. That's fine, and I don't need recognition from everyone. But yesterday, when I opened my email, the first thing I saw was from the boss who didn't reply to my high sales week. The subject said sales, so I thought, oh, he's reaching out to congratulate me. Nope. It was an email saying I had the lowest sales in my division last week and asked what was going on. After three weeks of consecutive sales with no acknowledgement, to then get an email pointing out how low my week was didn't exactly thrill me or boost my morale. We all have off weeks. I'm so annoyed and disappointed that this is what stood out as opposed to my good performance otherwise. Anyway, there are bigger problems in the workplace, but this really soured my grapes. I get that. I have things to say. Do you, do you want to go first or me? I, I was, I'll just say mine first and be done with it. I used to, I can relate to this so much, and I once got in trouble and reprimanded as a manager 
by one of my higher ups because I apparently was quick to praise and didn't write people up enough. So if Dana and I worked together and I walked in and go, Hey, did somebody redo the gene mall? They're like, yeah, Dana did it this morning. I'm like, what? I would go downstairs. I'd write up a thing and put it on a board that all the employees could see. Dana took initiative, came in, redid the section. It looks incredible. Sales have gone up some, anything, right? But on the flip side, I got in trouble because if Dana was a great and loyal employee and always did what they were told, was great with customers, took initiative, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Dana walked in five minutes late for her shift, I didn't want to write her up. And they had a problem with that. And it always made me so angry. I'm like, so someone who's great, now we're going to take it down and give them, uh, you know, what do you call that? Uh disciplinary action i'm gonna give her a write-up because she was five minutes late no i'd I'd rather say hey try to be on time next time yeah right Uh, yes well (laughs) you know me i have spoken at least a million and one times on this podcast (laughs) about the documentary i watched on netflix called 100 humans Uh, it's a limited series several episodes and i'm just gonna Some of you have heard this, so bear with me. I'll get through it quickly. One of the experiments they did is they taught at 100 humans, took Uh a quick juggling class, okay? Okay. They took the class. Um, They had a couple of hours, I think, to practice. And then they went in in front of a panel. And and, uh, he the panel, they were professional. One guy was a professional juggler. He was very good. And he had taught the class, right? So they had them come in. And he was told what to say to each person who performed. Okay. So like they were monitoring them while they were practicing. And so the best people, they had them come in and some of them they praised and said, you're doing great, right? Practice a little more. Let's see at the end of the day what happens. Sure. Some of them, they were like, this is terrible. You're clearly not good at this. You need to keep practicing. And they were hard on them. And they gave them critique, even though they didn't necessarily need it. They were the top performers in the group. And then some people who were horrible, they praised them. Like, you might have a natural ability. Like, if you keep practicing the next two hours, like, I'm seeing this. You're good. And you've got a persona, like, all this stuff, right? So when the people who were the best came back in, who were criticized, every one of them did worse. The people who the, were the worst and came back in be, and they were praised, all of them got better. It is scientifically hey, proven. Wow. If you are a manager, please hear me because it is scientifically proven that we as humans, we do not respond well to harsh criticism. It hurts our ego. It makes us nervous. It makes us second guess. It makes yep. us weaker. But if you get praise, you will always get better it's just science totally it's also very timely because last week you raved about somebody wrote in about how great their manager was yes difference that that made in that and look at that how big that impact was for that person they took the time out to write to us that's how much it impacted them totally well, and I've told you, you know, Jessica and I are in entertainment. Um, there, I occasionally teach workshops, classes. So does Jessica. We've coached improv teams, things like that. Um, when I, you know, I used to teach at Westside Comedy. I was a regular teacher there. And my retention rate for my class was 100% every time. Everyone in my class moved on to the next level. As long Amazing. as they passed, you know, sure. they wanted to move on to the next level, whereas sometimes you'll have a class and you'll have a few people not continue on, not me. And I always said, it's because I'm a cheerleader because I tell these people, it doesn't matter if you want to do this for a living or if you feel silly, that's why we're here to feel silly and to get those nervous feelings out. So we don't have to get pushed through those doors every time we need to talk. I still critique them. It's constructive. I never, ever browbeat them. Right. Never. It doesn't say, work. What were you thinking? Uh-uh. Or that wasn't good. Uh-huh. There's no reason to say that. No. 
And if you don't have the time to praise your employee for the good things, then don't take the time to okay. beat them down. Just don't. But, you know, this is why Dan Tipton says I could never have a real job again. <laughs> you'd be fired the first day. You'd be fired oh the first 30 God. minutes. Because no, I wouldn't they take need to it. Put you in HR. <laughs> but it's the truth if you are positive with people that is contagious yeah it It makes them stronger more dedicated they want to work harder they want to feel that feeling of accomplishment nobody wants to be browbeated if i want to browbeat but browbeating all i got to do is close my eyes and listen to my own brain i don't need it from anybody else I mean, honestly, don't we all just rip ourselves to shreds? Like, I don't need it from anybody else. I got shredders on my hands ready to just tear myself apart. You you don't need to, (laughs) believe me. (laughs) But it's true. I really believe that. Yeah, I forgot. You're right. Last week, somebody wrote in and praising their manager. Right. And now this. It's like three weeks of good work and you take the one time that they're low you don't know what's going on with that person yeah maybe that person's mother died maybe that person lost their car i mean you have no clue or but that again take... it was just an off week just an off right week. And i used maybe to not say for your employee but maybe an off week in the city that like for example yes. if sales were happening in los angeles right now if somebody was doing sales uh, ain't nobody buying nothing right now. Mm. We are all spinning out of control yep. because our industry is crazy. So, like, it wouldn't be somebody's fault that none of us, no one in Los Angeles wants to spend money today. Yep. <laughs> that's no it's one not, individual. No, that's very true. <laughs> that's very nobody's true. fault. Yeah. And you're going to reprimand your employee for not being able to convince people who think they're losing everything to buy your product? No. Yeah. Unacceptable. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I also had an employer once. This is the last thing I'll say, and we can move on. But uh, I had an employer who loved to tell me how I was always so defensive, and I always uh, was quick to respond, and to uh, I I couldn't take uh, constructive criticism and this and that. And I finally one day just looked at them and said. If I, if you gave me a hundred things to do and I not only did, but I excelled at 99 of them, which I always do, you always find the one thing, which is not even a significant or important one to dwell on of all the things I've done. That's what you have chosen to address with me. Not thank me, not praise me, not say, Hey, this is. Uh, really appreciated nothing so again this all goes a long way and we've been talking about it people have changed and that's a good thing i mean there's good and bad uh throughout the world right now as we know and some changes are good and some are not uh something i think is a good change is people really standing up for themselves well i was going to say (laughs) Last week, did you guys see that video that went viral of a manager of a huge company telling her employees over Zoom uh, they had a company-wide meeting, and she was like, they were upset because they weren't going to get bonuses. And she said to, you can find it. You can Google it. She said to them, you guys, we have to suck it up, okay? These are tough times right now. And when you're worried about not getting a bonus, you're lucky you have jobs. Like, we have got to buckle down. And it was sales as well. Uh-huh. People lost their minds because that woman got a bonus last year. And do you uh, know what her bonus did. was? Her bonus was $3 million. $3 million bonus on top of her probably exorbitant salary. Uh-huh. And she's telling those who work for her, suck it up. You guys aren't getting uh-huh. a bonus this year. And you shouldn't be whining about it. Get into your sales. Let's build this company back. Well, you ain't you ain't sacrificing anything. Uh-uh. They didn't even get a thousand dollars for the she year of work. Three million. Oh, she got extra on top of what she makes. But she had the balls to straight up look into that computer suck and go, up. "You guys need to suck it up," and then laugh about it like it's a joke. 
You're talking to people with families. You're talking to people who don't get a bunch of free stuff because they're rich and powerful. You're talking right. to people that have to buy every single thing they've got. Yes. You're talking to people who are trying to stay above water and keep their kid in football even though they can't afford it. Exactly. And you got $3 million extra last year. Some of these people are getting so much money they can never spend it in their lifetime. And they will not part with a penny. Yep. I'll say it again. Netflix and Amazon walked away from the tables, y'all. If you guys want to watch bad people who are bad actors who create problems in the industry for the rest of our entertainment lives, it, it's going to wear on you. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Like we've got to pay people for what they deserve. Yes. Because you know what happens when we don't, you know what happens when we pick that one bad thing instead of and dwell on that, instead of dwelling on the good people get angry. It creates yes. fury and it is right under the skin. And then they grab an AR-15 and they go shoot five people because they asked them to be quiet while their baby slept. That's what happens. I say that about Missouri a lot. I've mentioned several times on the podcast. I used to think mm-hmm. Missouri was where I'm from. The Midwest was the nicest place on earth. And I have said multiple times in the last few years, people in California are way nicer than Missouri. And I attribute that to economic crisis and fury, rage mm-hmm. about how resentful they are about being below the poverty line and not being able to live a normal life without the stress of constant i'm gonna lose everything most people in this world including me y'all are week to week we're all week to week we're fighting hard and if you keep oppressing people and keep pushing them down while you're making billions they are going to get angry we already have a loss of compassion in our country, in our world, to be honest. Compassion uh, is yeah. a major, compassion and kindness is a major problem. If it doesn't happen to you, you don't care. That's got to change or we're going to destroy ourselves. Like literally humans are going to destroy themselves. So I would say that too. If you're in a management position, be kind to your people or they're going to get mad. And then we have this angry country that we're killing everybody every day. And there's Nazis in tandem having relationships and GoFundMes with Christian groups. Nazis and Christians coming together. Look, if, you got, if you're on the same side as a Nazi, we're not a political podcast, but if you are on the same side as a Nazi, you need to check yourself because you are a wreck. <laughs> I'm telling you, kindness, love, compassion – we need these things back. I feel like I'm a politician right now. I don't know what I'm doing, but I, it's really heavy on my heart. It's why I created Zinnia, my children's show, to yeah. teach kids about compassion and kindness totally. and curiosity so that we don't lose our humanity. Yep. When you're in a position of power, yeah, you got to steer the boat, but you know what? You're also protecting your employees from this. Don't forget that. Exactly. You're paid extra as a manager to handle the hard stuff. So take a look at yourself before you start picking on somebody for one week of low sales. Sorry, I could talk forever about this. I won't. I'll move on. But You're up next. I just hate it. It just makes me so angry. How dare you me live too. like a rich elite and eating steak and shrimp every night and then have the nerve to say to me, well, your sales are low this week. Really? I can't afford napkins right now. So why don't you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Oh, my God. What if I get get a 50-pound box of napkins now from somebody? (laughs) I don't need napkins. That was just an example, guys. Well, my rant is written in by me. Okay. And it is something that happened last night. I mean, usually my rants are from me. Um, I saw this. I saw this. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't wait to see. So Alan offered to make me a drink. So nice. And I said, sure. Yeah. And I saw it on the counter and I said, oh, did you stir this? 
just to make sure because we don't have like a proper shaker like whenever we make something we just take a spoon and whatever and he went like this he can't i can't and he wasn't doing so it wait, to be rude some, some people like, only listen jessica some people only uh, listen. yeah what did, know, he, what did just, he do he stuck his finger directly in the glass into your glass he swirled it around thrice times and Ugh. that was his answer to whether he started it or not now please know my husband is not a creep he did not do that to be like you want it stirred I'll no stir it he didn't for i'm you. sure he didn't even think about it he was like oh yeah for sure yep <laughs> he didn't think twice and then he saw my face and all I could hear was Dana literally pop up right outside of my eardrum saying, do you know what's under people's under nails? nails? Yes. And I pictured all of that colony of paramecium now swimming in my boulevardier. You should. Are you I kidding? You, I want you to, to think about that. <laughs> because I said, are you kidding? I said, did you just put your finger in that glass? And he went, huh. yeah. And I said, and you're yep. laughing about it? You think mm -hmm. this is funny? And he goes, okay, well, two things. One, it's just us. No. That was his first justification. Mm -mm. And then secondly, he said, and he says this about vinegar too. And why nothing with vinegar in it spoils. Yeah. Well, I have a spoiler alert. He's wrong. He's he wrong. He said, and I quote, alcohol kills everything. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Well. What? I mean, my mouth is agape. I don't know what else to say about it. I'm not sure what makes that okay in his brains. I do want to remind you we're talking about the man who sent me lava lamp fingernails and thought that that was acceptable. <laughs> Uh, now you don't even want to know the video i saw this week about listen y'all if you get any kind of drink from a convenience store a canned drink that you pop open even to twist up wipe oh, it off you told trust us me. about this no this is a new one yes. i saw please just trust me and wipe it always wipe 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 also what they were finding in the coolers yes yeah yes now Alan may think, because my son does this, when we get home, mm -hmm. after he's been to homework with his tutor and, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that, um, he'll, I'll go, hey, because usually it's time for dinner, and I'll start making his dinner, and I'll go, go wash your hands real quick. And he will say, I washed them at Kira's. And I'll go, and I'll go, uh-huh, but now we're home. He's like, I only touched, like, to get out of the door and to get in the car. And I go exactly he goes what is there and i go you don't know who's touched that doorknob henry what if somebody wiped their butt and got poo poos on their fingers and then we're like oh yuck and then didn't wash their hands and just took toilet paper with those poo poos and then opened that doorknob and now you have their poo poo germs on your fingers that's what you told your child i'm not done <laughs> he goes he goes what about the car door i go even more disgusting do you know that birds poop on those car doors bugs vomit and poo poo when they land on things and then you go grab that door handle and bugs smear it, smear it right on your fingers and then you bring it home and touch everything in the house no go wash your hands honey you do i need to have a child that bugs vomit and that's why he needs to wash his yes are you arguing with me every time a fly lands Every time a fly lands, they puke and vomit. You didn't know this? Do I need to no. sit you and your husband down and have a talk about germs? Because it's feeling like I do. <laughs> because I... the fact that he was in any way comfortable putting his dirty ass fingers. I'm sorry. It's the dirtiest part of you besides your butthole, I think. Because you don't yes. know who else's germs you're picking up out in the of world. We are, we are dead convinced that Dan Tipton got COVID from the gas station. It was literally the only place he had been. And yeah. nobody else at work caught it. And that's just pumping gas. You think about that? You think I ever touched that gas pump, Jessica? Oh, 
Hell no. I have a magnetic mitt in my gas tank that as soon as I open up that gas tank, I go, whoop, and I got a mitt. I don't touch any of y'all's stuff. And when we, we have to use all these touch pads, mm-mm, I knuckle that. Knuckle, knuckle. Yes. I don't want your yucks. And I would say to Alan, he don't know where he's, he don't remember. He, he probably went other places that day. And even if he didn't, <laughs> when he brushed his teeth, he touched that toothbrush. Now, when people brush their teeth, some toothpaste goes down. They rinse it, whatever. There's still germs. No rinsing gets us dirt experts. These germs are dirt experts. And you think you're going to take some water and go, nah, y'all crazy. And don't think, oh, Dana's protecting herself from germs so much that, you know, she's going to be so sensitive she'll die from anything. Mm-mm, also wrong. I may be weird about germs, but I'll eat something that's sat out on the corner for two days. Uh, I'm like a cockroach. My God. I'm like a cockroach when it comes to eating. But when it comes to germs, I don't want it. I don't want it. Don't you dare put your finger in my drink. What is wrong with him? Oh, my God. You know what you do? This. That's a stir. You don't need this dirty thing. Here, here. He. I bet you he's done this. Look at that. Eye boogers, sleepers, eye Ew, juice wow. on your finger. Think about it always. You are always in danger of germs. <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on to a clean cleansing breath, okay? Okay, this is the staple of our show because some of us get a little wound up in life. I've had three coffees today. I don't know if it's... (laughs) So, we take a deep breath in. We get all our angsty and craziness out. We take Mm -hmm. a deep breath in. We blow out all the bad and spend the rest of the time filling up with giggles, goodness, happiness, if possible. Okay. (laughs) If you can scream it out, go right ahead. If not, take a second to breathe with us. It'll be it'll be good for you. I need this breath. Okay, are we ready? Close your eyes, Jessica. Yes. Jessica's an open eye creeper, so I'm gonna tell her. Okay. <laughs> take a deep breath in. And uh, Okay, I'm gonna talk slower the rest of the time. Uh, you're up first for corners. Yes, ma'am. I have an excuse me corner. Now, listen. I heard about this. Uh, did you watch the video? No, there's a video. Uh, there is a video sent it in to us. Oh, they did. I have not uh-huh. watched it. Uh, because I don't want to hear somebody else yeah. orgasm. I just feel like that's invasive. <laughs> Anyway, let me, I just blew it, but it's in the title. I mean, we might as well get to it. Concert Goer, this is from People, People Magazine. Um, This happened last week, I think, right? May 1st, it was published, so it's very recent. Concert Goer reportedly has loud and full body orgasm during L.A. Philharmonic performance. I am all about supporting the arts, but let's get into this. Quote. One can't know exactly what happened. No, I think we all know. But it seemed very clear from the sound that it was an expression of pure physical joy, said one audience member. Somebody in the audience at a Los Angeles Philharmonic performance on Friday night, this just happened on Friday night, reportedly had what one fellow concert goer called a loud and full body orgasm. Multiple attendees at Walt Disney Concert Hall reported hearing a moaning noise at one point, during a performance of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Symphony, according to the Los Angeles Tchaikovsky? Times. Yeah, is that what I said? Tchaikovsky? You made That's it sound Ch- like it was a composer from Chicago. Chicago, yeah. <laughs> it's from Chicago. Tchaikovsky uh, and his Four Seasons. Give me some jardiniera on that. I've never been anywhere, Jessica. Chicago's the same thing as Italy to me. <laughs> It doesn't matter. (laughs) Music agent Lucas Burton told the newspaper there was sort of a gasp in the audience, but that it felt like a a rather lovely expression of somebody who was transported, Mm -hmm. so transported that it had some kind of effect on them. 
Burton remarked, noting that it was wonderfully timed with the music. So I don't know if there was a crescendo that ended in an orgasm. A fellow concert goer described the moment as quite beautiful while speaking to the Los Angeles Times. I Listen, an orgasm is quite beautiful, but you want to share it with the person that's given it to you. Uh, Not 500 people, <laughs> in my opinion. If you're an exhibitionist, lucky you, more power to you. That ain't me. Yes. Uh, this is the best part, though. This is the last part of the story. Quote, I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing, and her partner was smiling and looking at her. Her partner was into it, apparently. Wow. Now, do I think it's a huge compliment to the musicians? Maybe. Maybe. But to me, there's something else going on, right? Yeah, like music. Obnoxious. Music in a public place, music doesn't have, I wouldn't say, such a powerful effect that all your inhibitions are lost and your body, without your permission, just goes, oh! <laughs> I don't believe it. But I could be, I, I mean, I'm willing to be wrong because there are some people who have that um, affliction where they just orgasm constantly and it's awful oh, for them. Mm -hmm. It's you. No, it's true. I have know, you ever watched that addiction show? show about it? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. And it, they're like, it's humiliating. It so stops. Creepy. It makes me exhausted. Like, it's not a fun uh -huh. thing for them. So I don't want to be too rude. But this person, it seems like out of the blue was like, Hey, cutie, watch me come. <laughs> uh, it's... Zeta! What? What? What is that? I think I'm just dying. What? I always laugh when you get cheeky. Sorry. Cheeky. I love how you're acting like you're embarrassed. Please, we're friends for a reason. And listen, oh I don't go God. out in public and talk like this. It's just us, you guys. That's true. <laughs> Nothing here but us I chickens. Know. Yeah. I know how to behave in public the way I'm supposed to. Okay. I'm just saying. But yeah, I'm oh probably God. pretty dirty. Listen, everybody <sighs> orgasms. And if you don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know some people have a hard time with that. And it makes me sad for them. Tonight, I wish I wish I knew how to fix it. What was what was that older woman doctor that had a public access TV show that we're obsessed with? And she people called in oh and God, asked she's sex so questions. Amazing. And it's not Love Dr. Her. Ruth. Uh, no, it's not. God, what What's is her, her name? name? I do somebody not know, will know. She, somebody write in and remind incredible. us what her name. She was she was on for decades, and it wasn't Dr. She's Ruth. Incredible. Yeah. Anyway, we're I'm not one of her. those people. I'm not one yes. of those. People. I'm not a professional, so don't listen to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a great corner. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I'm already starting to get a little like, oh, God, oh, Jessica hilarious. thinks I went too far. That's Then I must have really took it no. out of my house. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move right on into this because we got to be out of here very shortly. Uh, we have a power of a pen pal corner um this is something that i actually saw on cbs sunday morning as you guys know my favorite pastime yes and this is an article about the story which made me cry this is from the goodnewsnetwork.org man freed after 28 years of wrongful conviction meets the pen pal who never stopped affirming his innocence. I love this. I love this. So this is written by Andy Corbley. Lamar Johnson served 28 years for a murder he didn't commit. When he was finally mm. released after years of work by an advocacy group, there was one person he knew he wanted to see first. It was a pen pal who wrote to him faithfully throughout nearly all the years of his imprisonment and came to his, all of his court proceedings pleading for his release on the strongly held belief that he was innocent. Rewinding some 20 years back, one day a letter arrived in the hands of a congregant of Mary, mother of the church in St. Louis County, named Ginny Schrappen. It was a letter addressed from the Jefferson City Correctional Center to whomever at the church decided to open it. 
Schrappen described herself as being blown away by Johnson's elegant longhand script, and she decided to reply with small details at first, but to say hello to a human who was obviously intelligent. That reply spawned a more than two-decade snail mail relationship, with each letter revealing more and more about one to the other. Johnson was convicted in 1994 of first-degree murder of 25-year-old Marcus Boyd, one of his best friends. He had a simple alibi. He was at his girlfriend's house that night, but the sole witness identified him as one of the shooters. Several years later, the true culprits confessed to the crime, but this did not amount to an overturning of Johnson's sentence. Are it took you years kidding? of advocacy. Nope. It took years of advocacy from the Innocence Project, a nonprofit that investigates shut cases to try and get innocent people released from prison. They're so amazing. Innocence Project. Sorry? The, the Innocence Project. They're so amazing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Innocence Project wasn't alone in Johnson's advocacy. Schrappen always wrote letters to him ahead of his court appeal date, saying she would be there for him, all despite being a mother of three and eventually grandmother of two. Despite several failed appeals, Schrappen never stopped coming, and over the years the letter writing, of the letter writing, their relationship became more important. She visited him occasionally in prison, which created a feeling of joy she described to the Washington Post as sending her almost out of my skin. The Innocence Project eventually got Johnson freed after 28 years of time served, and a GoFundMe set up in the aftermath has raised nearly $600,000 at the time of publishing to give the man a new start. He now enjoys spending regular face-to-face -face time on equal footing with his longtime friend Schrappen, but isn't angry about the course of his life. This is where you'll really get you. If you hold on to anger and you're just going to swap one prison for another, as much as there was a lot of setbacks over the years, there is a lot to be happy and grateful for. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would not be saying that if I came out of prison after no, 28 days, like, let alone 28 years. That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, I still have issues with the fact that I feel like our generations, those of us alive and in it right yep. now, we were robbed of three years of our lives because of COVID. Yep. Like, we kind of went into this coma almost and woke up three years later. And I feel a little bit of resentment about that. You know, I joke around and say that my mom used to tell yeah. me, you know, as you get older, one day you'll walk into a store and realize nobody's looking at you. And I joke around and say, <laughs> well, I think my going away party was during COVID. Like, I missed it. <laughs> and that was only three years. Oh, I say only three years. We're still kind of dealing with it or whatever, but this man lost 28 years. Well, it's also the mind, mind blowing concept that people who then there's blatant proof that they didn't do it, or when people come forward and confess. Confess? And why was this not, not turned over? It. Yes. That's why I say the Innocence so, Project is so important. And that's why. You know, we're not political, but you got to yes. think about capital punishment a little bit, because I'm telling you, if you look up the statistics of how many innocent people have been imprisoned for years yeah. and just getting out or some of them never think about all the ones we never hear about. Exactly. You know, it's a it's a problem. Um, how amazing. And not that any person. of this should matter, but to picture just to give you a, a picture of them, a visual, this woman looks like she's well into her 70s she's white older this is a guy who's probably close to our age middle-aged tall young black man and i just love this friendship and when you see her getting to see him in person and physically give him a hug she grabs his face she kisses him on the cheek and she's just so overwhelmed and again having that connection with someone that one person who every week said i believe in you and kept a lifeline going for him it yeah it, it's inconceivable that's uh, that's true that woman did by keeping that's, that lifeline open for him that's tr love in its truest form yeah it's compassion it's kindness yes. all the things we've been talking about and after 20 years i bet she does know that man 
bet she yeah. does. You totally. know, I love that story. I, I hate that so he much. was. Well, I say he was robbed of 28 years of his life, but like yes. I look at my own life and when times were hard and I'm like, yeah, that was a bad time, but here's what I learned. Here's how I grew. And it seems to me he must have that kind of mindset because yeah, I don't yeah. know how you aren't furious and resentful and want revenge. And it sounds like he's just got peace about it and is so glad to be out. So totally. I'm so happy for him. Oh, love that. Me too. Okay, that is really Telling sweet. Telling you all, CBS, CBS Sunday mornings, go get yourself a cup of coffee and turn on that TV at 9 a.m. and you will have an hour and a half of pure joy. Yeah. Also, I'd just like to say, I thought pin pals were like not in vogue at all. Like that, that, that even happened. I was all about a pen pal in elementary school and my great aunt Bess, um, she and I were pen pals and she was an English teacher and she would highlight in a red pen your mistakes and grammatical errors and send it back to you. No, but did you like that part? I loved all of it. She was. You did? Yes. She taught English and Shakespeare to like inner city kids. Like she. She was something. She was a but I probably could really have done without cool... without the notes, like the red marker. I probably could have done without. I that. loved it. And you she, did every year for my yes, every year for my birthday, she sent me a gift certificate to Barnes and Noble because of our shared Ooh. love of reading and literature. Ooh, I do. She like gave that. me all her old books, like when she wasn't teaching anymore, all of her old Shakespeare and all that. Oh God. I, I miss you. Auntie best. She was the best. Aww, I love yeah. that. Well, should we move on into our raves? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I'm up first for raves and my rave this week is the elephant project. You guys know me. I love animals. I do believe that they are sentient, intelligent beings. I believe that they are capable of love. I believe they are, they have all the same emotions and feelings that we do. It's why I have my journey with not eating meat. Um, this one, I just can't even. Elephants are so smart, you guys. They're so smart. There's so much. I do too. So anyway, this is the elephantproject.com. And if you go to their site, when it first comes up, it says Elephant Nature Park needs your help. Learn more. So this is saving elephants one stuffed animal at a time. Please go to their page. We'll put it in the show notes. Just the cutest stuffed animals. There is Kiki, Kiki the elephant stuffed animal. There's Timbo, the elephant stuffed animal. And then there's Oba, who I think is actually a lion. Buy an elephant, save an elephant. 100% of net proceeds from your purchase of Kiki and Timbo go to organizations that help aid in fighting the poaching crisis, and also provide care to injured, abandoned, orphaned, and abused elephants. Uh, These little dolls are so cute. They've been profiled on Today, People, like this is a big deal. And I want to read to you just a little bit about uh, the woman who founded this organization. Christina McKean has felt a deeply rooted kinship with animals for as long as she can remember. When she traveled through Thailand and witnessed baby elephants on the streets of Bangkok being exploited for money, She was devastated. Later, back in the U.S., she became further outraged at the treatment of elephants in the circus, unable to comprehend how animal abuse could be construed as entertainment in any way. Now, I think here in the States, we've tried to, I don't think we have any elephants working in entertainment anymore, but I'm not positive. I could be wrong. Um, After years spent signing petitions, protesting circuses, and creating social media campaigns to help spread awareness around the mistreatment of elephants, Christina felt propelled to do more. The welfare of elephants has become her passion and life quest. In creating the Elephant Project, she's now able to make a significant contribution to saving elephants. Sales of the specially created stuffed animals go directly to the organizations that are helping to end poaching, as well as distributed to elephant sanctuaries in the United States and abroad. Kiki, whose name means new life, is first in the charming collection. Tembo, meaning elephant in Swahili, is the newest addition to the Elephant Project that will soon expand to include others. 
I just want to say one more time and we'll move on. 100% of net proceeds from your purchase of Kiki and Timbo go to various organizations that help aid in fighting Mm. poaching, provide care. They have the list of all the organizations that the proceeds go to. The the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust, Elephant Nature Park in Thailand, Elephant Cooperation is a nonprofit devoted to raising awareness, um, and they specifically help African elephants. Go to the website, check out all the ways you can, then click that button, adopt Kiki and Timbo, because they're real cute. They're real cute. Amazing. And it's going to I love it. Thank you, Dana. Welcome. You guys, mine is uh, something that you can take part in no matter where you live around the country or the world, I imagine. Um, But we are going to specifically, because we are based in L.A., highlight the one that goes on year-round. They need people. Uh, and that goes for all hospitals, but the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles to be a blood donor. I've been thinking about this a lot lately and trying to think about things I can do that don't require either a huge time commitment when I don't always have that or things that I can volunteer for or give or be of service, right? And I used to donate blood regularly in high school and college and Honestly, I don't think I've done it since I've been out of college. I know from mutual friends of ours that have had children be at that hospital for a variety of reasons over the years, how critical it is. And every friend that's had a child be at CHLA has asked for people to come and donate at the blood drive. They always need blood. It is an ongoing thing. It's not just, oh, during times of crisis. It's always a time of crisis. These kids always need blood. They also need platelet donation, for instance, for people who are battling leukemia. So that is a little longer commitment. That takes about two hours. But I just thought I would throw that out there. You can donate blood Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So literally every day except Sunday. They have all of their times listed. You make an appointment. They have all kinds of information of what to do to make sure you're keeping yourself safe and how they keep their blood donations safe. It has things to listed for qualifications. You just have to be 17 years of age or, or older, 110 pounds or heavier, able to provide a picture ID and able to meet the criteria for recent travelers. I'm sure if they've had people being abroad, maybe they don't want you right away to donate blood. But other than that, There's no real um, stipulations. They have a ton of FAQs. Please, if you can, consider donating blood. It really does save lives. And it it saves lives. And you're never, you never know when you're going to need it because my dad and I both have had blood transfusions in our lives. When I shattered my arm, there were some complications. I had several surgeries. I had to have a blood transfusion. My dad uh, has had some, you know, battles with cancer, different things, uh, heart issues, blood transfusion. You never know when you're going to need that. It's, it's just major. Put out. Yep. Totally. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Jessica. Always a good reminder. Yes. Jessica, I, I think that's our I think, show. I think it is. Um, I don't have anything I'm watching. I don't think you do because I talk to you a lot. Do you have anything you need to yeah. mention? Yeah. Nope. I'll just leave us with this. Please, again, as a plea and a cry before we head out, please find us on social media. Send in your messages. We love engaging with you guys. And please find us and give us a little tap, like, or a share. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves Podcast, on YouTube at the Rants and Raves Podcast. Please subscribe if you are so inclined. Also, you can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. You can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Please do it, guys. We don't ask for a lot. It would really, really help us out. Um, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week. Jessica, I love you as always. We will. I, I got love a little- you too, lady. I have a little point to ponder. I like to leave us with something to think about. Uh, This one's interesting. I I would love to see if anybody wants to write in and has any comments about this. Um, So we know that everyone's fingerprints are different, right? I mean, you generally know your fingerprints different than anybody else's. Did you know 
that your tongue print is also different than anyone else's? Gross. No. You ever need to claim something, guys? <laughs> Just a tongue stamp. That's why Alan shouldn't be putting his fingers in your drinks. Okay, we're out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>